This podcast is brought to you by Dancecape. For the latest in dance, lifestyle, culture, and entertainment news, visit www.dancecape.com. Dance is passion. Hi, Chris. I'd like to thank you for taking the time to share your thoughts, advice, and experiences with us today in our interview. I would like to first congratulate you on all of your success. You compete in Pro-Am, you have judged numerous events, started up your business Super Shag, and have initiated various events at Blackpool. Could you please share with us what the Pro-Am event that you ran at Blackpool this year was called? Uh, the Blackpool Pro-Am Classic. Uh, it was uh, run in conjunction with the United Kingdom Alliance of Dance Teachers. And how did the event run? Who competed, who won, and will the event be taking place again next year? Um, well, first of all, I think we had 23 couples, um, so obviously it would have been nicer to have more, more people there. However, the quality of the winners was extremely high, um, and it was a really great chance you know, for the programs to actually dance at night in Black Pro. Um, the competition was actually uh, part of the United Kingdom Alliance annual dinner, so um, there were, I think, around about 800 people in the Empress Ballroom. So it was actually held in the Empress Ballroom where Blackpool was held. Wow. And there was 800 people all dressed up in black tie, uh, sitting down, um, watching uh, watching the programs. Um, one of the nice things for me is that if you've ever been to Blackpool, when certain events come on, like the Fergation or even the Senior, the news empties out. Everybody goes to the bar. Um, Nobody actually left for the Pro-Am event, um, so I think it was a really nice experience for, for the guys who actually got. And what inspired you to run um, this event at Blackpool, and could you please share with us what some of the rewards and challenges involved with coordinating these events were? <laughs> um, trying to get dancers to make the internet, I think, was the biggest, uh, um, most people seem to have a great great difficulty filling out an entry form over the net, uh, and then also checking their emails to find out what was actually going on. So I think that was probably the biggest challenge. Um, the other thing for me was uh, I uh, really believe in pro-am dancing because it has given me a living and it has offered a living to, you know, a lot of dancers who, uh, how could you call it, trying to, even if they went black not a lot for them. So when I was at Blackpool last year, I was asked to do a lecture for the UKA, and I didn't even I didn't realise that they held their congress actually in the Empress Ballroom. And when I walked in there and saw the place, I was like, you know, something. Everybody in England has been talking for like three or four years now that they're going to do pro am. Um, why don't we just do it? Mm-hmm. And uh, they said, okay, just do it. Well, bye. We'll do it next year. <laughs> Just like what happened. <laughs> it was as easy or as difficult as that. And then, you know, then everybody tries to jump on the bandwagon, but uh, nobody else has managed to do it yet. So I'm quite happy about that. What did you enjoy most about Blackpool this year? I call it home. I have never. Um, we also ran a trip for our students. So for three days, I did a shuttle service to Manchester Airport from Blackpool, picking people up at 7 o'clock in the morning. 
So, wow. once again, you know, you normally, if you go to Blackpool, you don't normally go to bed until 2 or 3, and then if you have to be in Manchester Airport, which is an hour and a half away at uh, 7, you don't get much sleep. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, uh, and then also, what happened is we coordinated, obviously, all the dancing people, whereas the UKA, you know, were running the actual dinner themselves. So just, you know, we had a few, uh, a few difficulties just trying to get everything sorted out, you know, so that people were at the right tables and people got all the information. So uh, at the moment, I never want to do it again. <laughs> but <laughs> but we'll, see, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Which dancer stood out most to you on the dance floor this year? Say again. Which dancer stood out most to you on the dance floor this year at Blackpool? I thought Brian Watson was just so professional compared with everybody else that he was just he was just head and shoulders above everybody else this year. Mm -hmm. um, you know, obviously he's been there for a long time, and people so a lot of people think that maybe he's ready, it's ready for somebody else to take over, but from where I watched the comp, he was just, he was a class of his own. So that was a, so as a dancer, he stood out the most for me. Um, as a competition, I thought the professional ball standard was absolutely unbelievable. Um, because the Italians really rose to the occasion this year. And uh, I, they nearly won. So that was, that was interesting. And after having judged at the United States Ballroom competition, what do you look for most in a dancer as they perform? Um, I like to know who's the girl, uh, girl and who's the guy. <laughs> That's the first thing. Um, sometimes some of the couples seem to get mixed up a little bit and uh, what role they should be playing. Do you have any advice for up-and-coming amateur or professional dancers and their partners? In terms of their performance, is there anything that you could recommend? <laughs> uh, no, you know, it's like you either have it or you don't. So if you have it, nobody, nobody has to give you any advice on what you do with your performance. And along with coordinating events at Blackpool for dancers this year, you have also been successful in the business world. Um, could you please share with your Dancecape fans what it has been like building your dance studio Super Shag over the past years? Um, well, what happened, I actually used to own Fred Astaire Dance Studios. Oh, okay. In, in Boston. So I came over here to work. Well, this is what happened. I woke up one morning when I was 28 and uh, I realized that uh, there's absolutely no future for me in competitive dancing. Uh, and that was after, you know, I'd been a youth champion at Blackpool. I was the English number two for three years. The final at Blackpool, the amateur Blackpool was in the final at European. But, you know, it was just. Unfortunately, I didn't see that there was any light at the end of the tunnel, you know. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you go to Blackpool every year and just try to make the 24 or the 48 or even the 12, you know, doesn't pay the bills in the end. So I got a, uh, I got an invitation to come to the States uh, to work for Fred Astaire's. And uh, I was absolutely amazed to see that uh, dancing could go like a business. Um, what happened is I then bought Fred Astaire's and I think I sort of outgrew the organization a little bit um, mm -hmm. because at one stage we had the World Youth Latin Champion working for us, we had the Australian 
professional bowling champion. We had a kid who was in the semi-final of Blackpool. So we, we had really, really good dancers. Um, obviously, British players prefer if you do not go out into the open circuit. So I was always sort of at loggerheads uh, about that. So uh, in the end, um, I moved on. Um, then I taught for by myself for a couple of years. I have a studio in my home. Okay. And then I was then I was approached uh, in 2001 by some people who, you know, said that nothing had actually happened in Boston for 10 years. Uh, would you be interested in getting involved in a studio? And that's how Super Shy started. So um, all we've done for the last three and a half years is work, work, work. So it's been like seven days a week. Um, and it's just getting out there and doing different things. Um, obviously, at the beginning, we just concentrated on programs. Um, mm -hmm. But now we have moved into the collegiate world. In fact, uh, next year we're the official ballroom and Latin coaches for Brandeis University and the official Latin coach for um, Harvard University. Oh, wonderful. Um, and then in addition to that, we also have a production company. So we... Um, we organize parties for people, like we, we do weddings, um, charity events. Um, we work with um, a, a really good live um, swing band in Boston. So uh, our whole thing is that when we go to an event, we DJ, we have the live music, we teach a lesson, we have demonstrations. Basically, the night never, never stops, and uh, we've been really successful with that. That's excellent. It sounds great. Congratulations. And then, well, we haven't finished yet. Oh, well, please go on. <laughs> we, uh, we also run, so we run a Friday night party at our studio. Uh, if you ever come to the studio, the studio basically was designed to be a nightclub. Okay. Um, so our Friday night parties are very successful. And then for the last uh, seven years, I've been running um, a mixed dance night. Um, and a place called Riles Jazz Club in Cambridge. Um, and it's every Saturday evening. Um, I don't know, it's the only place in Boston that you can actually go and you can dance salsa, you can dance waltz, you can dance swing, uh, you can dance cha-cha, merengue, all on the same night. Um, and it's in a proper club with a bar and restaurant and normal people actually come to this event. Uh, and this has been going for seven years now. Uh, and a couple of years ago we were voted uh, Best of Boston by, I believe it was Boston Tab magazine. Right. So it's, it's pretty interesting. And what inspired you to create the name Super Shag? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well you can't, you can't really write this. But, um, <clears throat> We couldn't call it <laughs> Okay. Fair. <laughs> what is we have, it? We have been criticized about our name. Mm -hmm. We also have been told that it's the most unbelievable piece of marketing that some people have ever seen. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know something? Um, Super Shag like to have fun. And there's a little bit of fun attached to the name. <laughs> and as, I, as I always said, the Super, super Foxtrot Mega Dance Complex just doesn't sound right. So. <laughs> And what are some 